0: Welcome back to brunch with me, Noreen Mayer, on this Wednesday morning. And since it's Wednesday, you know it, it's that time of the week as we welcome back on the programme the one and the only Cruzy McCallaghan. Cruz, how are you doing today?
1: Hello, I'm good, thank you. That's good. I am I'm definitely not like the um subject matter <laughs> we're talking about. Oh, sorry. Um, which is boredom. Boredom. Don't yeah. you miss the days of being bored? I do. I do miss the days of being bored. And I definitely think that one thing I find very hard as a mother is how often I am told by other children and other people in my life that they are bored. <laughs> because I'm like, wouldn't it be nice to be a little bit bored? So um Bertrand Russell said, we are less bored than our ancestors were, but we are more afraid of boredom. And I think we'd probably agree with that as well. Boredom seems like such a a bad thing to so many of us. But um, there's a lot of things that can make us really bristle. I don't know if your kids ever say to you, mom, I'm bored. Do they say that to you? Yeah, and,
0: and actually thinking back to when we were little, um, when we're not occupied or when we weren't doing something with our parents or just doing something, we would feel bored. I, I, I remember that feeling.
1: Yeah. And it feels like a failure, doesn't it? Because we spend so much time and investment in making sure that, you know, not being bored. Because boredom is like a sense that, well, you haven't done something correctly. Your children don't have the things they need to not be bored. Or you are bored because you have miscalculated something in your life. And now you don't, you know, there's, there's a feeling like that as well. It,
0: is but, it bad that I actually feel happy sometimes when they say they're bored? Because I think it's so necessary. And I tell them that.
1: Well, that's great. We're going to get to that in, um, in a little while, because you're absolutely right. Boredom is super important for our development. Um, and of course, the, the biggest misconception about boredom is it's just sort of a sleepy irritant. Um, but, sorry, but um, okay. uh, the, the expression of boredom um, was coined in the, uh, um, in, the, in the 19th century, and it's universal. We have quite vague notions about boredom and what to do in the face of it with our, in our children. But context is really key. So there's different things we can learn about boredom. Firstly, boredom is, boredom is multifaceted. So there's lots of different kinds of boredom. So you have um, and why people get feel bored as well. It's a stress state. So there's lots of different ways we can talk about it. But essentially, hold on, I think um, would you be able to like list times in your life that you have felt really bored?
0: yes um sometimes when i'm on a flight because i'm just stuck there and i know people enjoy watching films and and doing stuff but i i just feel sort of like oh i'm sitting here with so many strangers some of the films i don't want to watch and i and i genuinely feel a bit bored when i'm on flights or when i'm traveling um oh yes sure uh, but I, I i can also appreciate that it's also a time to to catch up uh, read books or films that you haven't seen before um when when else do i feel bored i don't i don't I mean, I learned from a young age to not feel bored because my grandma just says, you know, um, that's just the way it's going to be. So you better not feel like that. Um, so I, I don't know. When do you feel bored, Cruz?
1: Um, rarely. Um, yeah. Very, very rarely. I think sometimes I feel bored is actually when I have to play with my kids and I don't have the energy for it. That's one way I feel a bit bored. Yeah,
0: okay. yeah, feeling bored of what you do. Oh yeah, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, sometimes you can feel a bit bored with with, with what you do. Some people feel bored with their work. Some people feel bored uh, if they have to cook or if they have to tidy up the house. I suppose yeah, that, that's a... Yeah, I feel bored when I tidy up the house. I don't like
1: well, so it. There's, there's, yeah, absolutely. So there's different there's different types of boredom. The first they call indifferent boredom. This is when you're feeling low energy but you're in pretty good spirits. The second one is calibrating boredom. This is when you feel kind of blah and you didn't really want to feel that way. And you don't know what to do to get out of that state. The third is called searching boredom. And in this bored state, you feel restless, maybe even irritable, and you're agitated enough to really be looking for something to do. Now, the fourth is reactant boredom. So this is when you're a real downer to be around. You're angry, grumpy, aggressive. And all you talk about is thinking about getting out of the state of being like, I'm bored. I'm so bored. I'm so bored. that That's reactant boredom. But there's the fifth type of boredom, which is quite interesting, and scientists who study this uh, found it was something they didn't expect. It's called apathetic boredom, and they found it in 36% of their subjects. Not only did students they studied not feel much, But they had very little concern that they didn't feel much. So apathy not only limits their choices, actions and productivity, but detaches from the state they have on others, as well as any sense of responsibility. So you don't even feel motivated to get out of the boredom state. You know you're bored, but you don't want to do anything about it. That's interesting. Um, yeah. Um, now, as I mentioned, it is like a stress state. And these this kind of apathetic boredom is a big concern because people who are like this, who are in this state, can have a detrimental effect on their lives and the lives of others around them. So um, b- feeling bored might just seem like a psychological or emotional state, but boredom is in our bodies and boredom can be physiological as well. So as you said, it can be very, very stressful. Now, the truth is... Um, Children, like most of us actually, um, have a high need for meaning and adventure and that when they get they start getting what they need, they become happier and more civilized. So that's one of the reasons it's important for children to to learn that um, there's, there's there's reasons that you get bored at school, for example. First, kids cannot see how the work they are doing is connected to their world. And the second reason is they find the work too simple or too hard. So too simple, why bother? You're insulting my intelligence. And too hard, why bother? I can't do it anyway. And the third reason is that they have learned how to preserve through things and um, persevere rather. Perse- through things that are not what they want to do. So that's when you kind of start building that resilience with children as well. And they become a little bit more, um, you know, self- a, a bit more resilient and a bit more able to entertain themselves. Mm. But actually, it's quite a new concept. So um, even, a, you know, a century ago, um, Bertrand Russell wrote, modern parents provide their children with far too many am- passive amusements, and they do not realize the importance to a child of having one day like another, except, of course, for somewhat rare occasions. So it's kind of interesting that we, we've we never had so much around us to entertain us, but we're kind of bored. Mm. But understanding your own boredom can help us, well, children especially, but ourselves too, can help us to grow and learn. So when you kind of deepen their insight into their boredom, they can think about how to engage in the world in more meaningful ways and help um, them to remember to learn with more intention and remember what they've learned. So it's quite interesting in that way. And that's why it can also be a bit of a precursor, as you said, why boredom is good, to creativity and invention um because you know the the fact of the matter is if you're trying to think how can i get out of my boredom you are employing some um, creative thought and you are also thinking of uh, you're being inventive you're thinking what can come next for me what can i do you know what i mean that would make my next um my next situation not like this again um so that's a great thing about um, that's a great thing about children and boredom as well, um, and that can also boost our well-being as an adult if we can um, we can harness the power of boredom and childhood. So there is a very strong scientific connection between positive childhood experiences around imagination, creativity, connection, unstructured playtime, reflection, self-agency, all those sorts of things in adulthood. So they explore adverse childhood experiences, so devoid of play, and these people have much worse adult. Um, outcomes. So that's when when you don't have those opportunities as a child to play, explore, try and overcome that boredom. That's when you have higher rates of crime, substance abuse, addiction um, and things like that as well. So that's which is why it's often related to children who don't have that opportunity um, because they come from uh, less privileged backgrounds opportunities to play and overcome boredom as well but those who are able to can really it's very important to who someone can become so it's a quite it's quite an interesting concept in so many ways and it's funny because as you said i think we sometimes uh, distract ourselves from our own boredom like if you're waiting for a bus or you're standing outside for something and we have our phones right on us all the time. And it's so easy to just distract yourself from this vacuum of space that you'll find yourself in, this sort of time chunk. Have you ever had that experience where you just go automatically to get your phone and check something? You don't just think, I'm just going to stand here and not do anything for five minutes. Ah,
0: you- totally. When you're in the queue or something, or if you're in the MTR, it's automatic. You reach for your phone. And sometimes you just think, oh, what happened to to the time before phones? I mean, we had books. Or sometimes you just people watch, which I still enjoy doing from time to time. Uh,
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but it, but it is we we're kind of addicted to distracting ourselves from our boredom. And um yeah, so it's 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 interesting in that way that people can when you're not kind of giving people enough to do, they can become bored, but also we we're not we're not programming ourselves very well to sit well with boredom. We don't sort of we don't like it, we don't anticipate it, we don't think of it in nice terms.
0: I was just I was just going to say when you go for a jog or when you go for 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 a run or something or when you exercise a lot of times you know people listen to music sometimes if you try not listening to music and just watch the watch the people go by or, or listen to the sounds around you that can be quite enjoyable too.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But see I would find that really difficult in myself like knowing that I I struggle with not having something going on, even if I I find myself child free, haha, very rarely, or without like a massive to do list of things to do, like I've just nipped to a shop nearby or something. And I just think this feels surreal. I have no one talking to me. I have nothing I need to look up or do. And I just have to focus on this one task. Um, But it is very, very interesting. They've also found that, um, you know, when we talk about technology, it's interesting how, you know, boredom has been affected by the internet because i think in the reality is even if you sit and scroll on instagram for an hour in an evening you're still bored (laughs) you know you're doing something but i think you might still be feeling bored do you know what i'm describing
0: yeah i yeah i do kind of yeah
1: um but it's that like what happens in our brains when we're actually bored is that um You know it's how we're reacting to the boredom and that we we're trying to like our brain is telling us something should be happening although everybody everybody experiences boredom we all experience it in some way shape or form but a lot of people experience a lot and as an adult that can also be quite unhealthy Um, and they found that boredom can for example affect um, treatment from depression and recovery from other mental health um, uh, challenges because you you need to be engaging your brain as well Um, so there's a lot of studies at the moment, which is, I find really interesting, a lot of studies looking at trying to understand how people react, neg- why some people react negatively to boredom and why some people have no ill effects of it and why some people find it very frustrating and they need to get out of boredom immediately. Um, so there's a lot of studies going on at the moment. It's quite an interesting time in history to be talking about being bored. Um, mm-hmm but they've also found that people who have uh that the, the brain activity of those prone to boredom so those who are people who are, are getting bored a little bit more often um, they have like a specific brain wave as well so it might also be just something that's in ourselves it's not just something we can overcome it might be a different like we're just programmed a bit differently. Um, and they found that people who were prone to boredom on a daily basis displayed more activity in the right frontal brain area during a repetitive task and they became increasingly bored. So we found, they found that the people who are good at coping with boredom in everyday life, based on studies they've done, shifted more towards the left brain and that those who didn't cope as well in everyday life shifted more to the right brain. So it's quite interesting in that way as well, that different people would find it. Yeah. Whereas I often think to myself, I would love an opportunity to be bored. I would really love a chance. What would you do if you were bored? If you found yourself without a phone right now um, in the studio, say there was a power cut, what, how would you solve that problem?
0: Oh, Say there's a power cut. I think I'd definitely run out to get the technician to, to give me a hand. And and um, actually, this kind of happened <laughs> earlier today with our playout system. So we were all on standby uh, uh, w- with different creative people had SD cards, people had CDs, and and the backup uh, stack players to, to, ready to go. Um, but uh, Cruz, a lot of the times we're so used to multitasking, it's sometimes difficult to sort of um peel back those layers. So that's why you know say for example people like us we can't do nothing because even when we have nothing to do we'll have to find something because we want to be productive we feel like oh you know this is a spare 15 uh, minutes i've got to maybe do some online shopping to make sure all the groceries are are stocked up
1: exactly exactly and of course um a lot of the proneness to boredom can be associated with self-control problems including addiction gambling binge eating like there's that there's that um that old adage, you know, like the devil, um, idle hands are the devil's workshop, right? So if we're idle, if we're bored, um, we have a bit more of an impulsive mindset and are looking for new experiences as well. Um, but I, yeah, which I guess is something like I always thought with, um, Growing up in Hong Kong as a child, you have a lot to do. Um, there's a lot of different activities, and it's when people get into a bit of trouble is when we start um, when we start not really, un, you know, people don't have anything to do, and um, I think that's why a lot of people talk about kind of youth and um youth programs and why they're important for keeping children away from things that would just fill their time really Mm. um but it does motivate a search for novelty because without boredom we wouldn't have had a taste for adventure why would we have left where we were why would we have gone anywhere else where would we have tried to find um new circumstances or new situations for ourselves if we weren't bored so there's a lot about our evolution that probably came from boredom as well Mm. um So, yeah, so it's quite an interesting concept, really, boredom. Um, I have many, many, many quotations on boredom today. Oh, please, go for it. Um, So the first one is from Confucius, who said, um, virtuous people often revenge themselves for the constraints to which they submit by the boredom which they inspire. (laughs) Wow. Um, He was quite a wise guy, really. (laughs) Arthur Schopenhauer said, the two enemies of human happiness are pain and boredom. I like that. Yeah, I like that too. Um, Susan Sontag, the writer and poet, said, The life of the creative man is led, directed and controlled by boredom. Avoiding boredom is one of our most important purposes. Um, And I think that is true to a degree because you would just be bored, wouldn't you? Like no one wants to be bored. (laughs) You'd be bored of boredom. Um, uh, Shashant Singh Raichput said, "For me, the op- opposite of happiness isn't sadness, but boredom." Oh. <laughs> and I think that's probably true too. Sadness is an energy-intensive activity, isn't it? Really, like it takes a lot of our energy. Um, it You know, it, it does a lot for us. Boredom is giving us nothing. And Thomas says, which I can't say properly. I wish I could pronounce that. S Z A S Z says says says. I can't say it. Anyway, he said that boredom is the feeling that everything is a waste of time. Serenity is the feeling that nothing is. Oh, wow. That's true. too. So maybe that's a way of us dealing with that is to, to try and find a more serene way of being.
0: Absolutely. So I think that the major takeaway is it's necessary to be bored um, and, and it's not necessarily a bad thing to be bored. It depends which kind of boredom. But yes, um, I, I do think that if boredom impacts your mental health, then that's not a good thing.
1: No. And it's, it's, it's basically to say that what we learn about when we're children, boredom is important. How we remove ourselves from a state of boredom really informs the way we're going to be as adults. Nice. But also that why it's important for children to think creatively and to learn about about that. So while you want children to be bored, you also don't want them to be too bored and have no opportunities to get outside of their boredom because that will have a negative impact on their health and well-being as adults as well.
0: Absolutely. Well, Cruz, thank you so much for this audio column and I look forward to more chats with you next week. Thank you very much. Thank you.